Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones, and I have another quiet talk for you today on this Monday, and I pray it will be a blessing to you. There's a verse of scripture that has always sort of bothered me. It's from one of the most familiar and wonderful sections of the Bible, the long discourse of Jesus at the Last Supper that is found in the Gospel of John, chapters 13 through 16. Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Since I was a teenager, I have wanted to be all that God wanted me to be. I have wanted to keep his commandments. I have wanted to be holy. And yet, so many times I failed. I haven't lived up to what I know pleases God. I can relate to what Paul said. In Romans 7, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. Can anybody out there besides me relate to this? have an idea there might be a few of you who do. So if this is our experience, it's no wonder we find the statement of Jesus troubling. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I guess one of the troubling aspects of this statement is that it seems to be saying that his love is conditional. It looks like we have to earn it by keeping our noses clean, so to speak. Just a few verses later, Jesus says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Does God only love us when we keep the commandments perfectly? This notion goes against everything I preach about God's love. I could do quiet talks about God's love from now till doomsday and not run out of material from the Bible. From the beginning in the book of Genesis, when God made a paradise for us to live in, till the last chapter of Revelation where we read, let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Without price. You can't earn it. It's a gift. The love of God is unconditional. It is based not on on our performance, but on his own nature. God is love. So what do we make of John 14, 15? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I think the key to understanding is in the word translated keep. 
This Greek word has the idea of watching over or guarding. It's the same word used in Matthew 28 when speaking of those soldiers who guarded the tomb of Jesus. Their job was to keep their eyes on that tomb with all vigilance. Of course, by extension, this word can mean obey. But in light of everything I know about the gospel of Christ, Jesus was not saying that he requires flawless obedience if we are to live in God's love. I believe that Jesus was saying that we should keep his teachings before us every day. We should be like those guards whose job it was to watch. One of the most common complaints in marriage has to do with one partner not listening to the other. Any married people out there ever been told, you don't listen to me? The reason that can become such a sore point is that genuine love listens. When you ignore somebody, it certainly isn't because you love them so much. When you truly love someone, you will listen to them. You will pay attention to what they say. So keeping the commandments or teachings of Jesus means that you listen to them, so to speak, every day. Suppose I told my wife, Debbie, I just want you to know that I plan to listen to you one day a week. How do Thursdays work for you? If you love Jesus, you will want to keep his teachings before you every day. You will read them, study them, memorize them, meditate on them. And when we talk about the teachings of Jesus, this doesn't just include his words recorded in the four Gospels. He promised his apostles that he would guide them into all truth. So when we keep and focus on all the words of the New Testament, we are keeping his word. Now let's get back to the regular way we understand the phrase, keep my commandments. None of what I've said is meant to imply that it doesn't matter how we live. Again, if we love Jesus, we want to live a life that pleases him. We want to be holy. And the key to being holy is keeping our focus every day on the words of Jesus. Have you noticed how the people you associate with a lot influence your speech, your attitudes, your behavior? That's why we should be careful who we hang around. I shared a talk on this subject back on February the 25th. The person you should hang around more than anybody else is your best friend, Jesus. Fill your mind and your heart with his words. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what his words mean and how they apply to your life. This must become a daily practice. And as you do this, almost unconsciously, you will begin to become more like Jesus. His words will become your words. His thoughts will become your thoughts. His attitudes will become your attitudes. And his works you will do. For he said in this same 
passage we are considering. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. What a promise. It is for those who abide in his word, who remain in his teaching, who keep his commandments before them every day. I said earlier that the Greek word translated keep has the idea of watching intently, of guarding. As I pondered that image, I thought of a wonderful verse from Proverbs. In the early chapters of Proverbs, wisdom is personified. Wisdom speaks to the simple and invites them in to learn and be wise. In the New Testament, we are told that Jesus Christ has been made wisdom to us. Paul says that Christ Jesus has become to us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. In Proverbs 8.34, wisdom speaks. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. Are you watching and waiting at the doorway of wisdom? Jesus Christ is wisdom. Keep his words. Keep them before your eyes. Meditate on his teaching. His word will transform your life. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the word of God. We thank you that Jesus is the word of God, that the Father sent into this world to reveal himself to us. I thank you that his word is healing. It is transformative. His word saves us as we look to Jesus and listen to him. I pray that my listeners today, Lord God, would daily keep your commandments, your teachings. They would keep them intently before their eyes. Keep watch at the doors of wisdom. And that daily you would feed us with your word. Thank you, Jesus that you came and that you took our sins upon your own body on the cross. You brought us forgiveness and redemption. And now that we have received this great gift, help us to keep your commandments, Lord Jesus, to love you and to love your words, to listen to you daily. In Jesus' name, amen. My dear friend, God bless you for listening. And, and if you'd like to contact me, I would encourage you to uh, just to send me an email at father.danjones.com at outlook.com. I'll never ask you for anything, but I would just love to put you on the list that I send out these announcements for these talks uh, Monday and Thursday, and just share a little word of encouragement, a thought with you when I do that. God bless you abundantly through the word of God.